Welcome back everybody, this is Eric and Chad here with another gun gripe for you. And uh, today we're reporting from the Man Cave. Mm -hmm. Alright, and uh, today's gun gripe is called the Midnight Hour. Okay. What does the Midnight Hour mean, you might ask? Well, all this bullcrap legislation that comes up at the end of the year when Congress is just about to go on recess for the holidays and um, doesn't really get put up for public scrutiny or anything like that and it gets pushed through. 2,000 page omnibus bills just get pushed on through and nobody really reason they just vote on them. But then there's all kinds of little secret things tied into it. What's one of those secret things? Well, the secret things are, you know, you have to pass it to find out, though. Oh, you do? Like the healthcare? Yeah, so, so you don't you don't really get to know what's in it until you, you sign it. Oh, like CISA. Like CISA. So, guys, what we're referring to is, is these tactics that they've been, uh, you know, known to employ over the years. Uh, we're not going to go into a lot of detail on that kind of stuff. I mean, we're not legal experts in any sense, but, you know, I, I think that there's definitely an informed citizenry in, in today's world that is paying attention to things that are going on and they're concerned about things that are going on and if they're not they should be um, you know one, one of the major things that we're looking at is the San Bernardino shooting and the new calls for uh, more anti-gun legislation of course a renewed assault weapons ban which essentially is you know a million times worse than the original was you know the original uh, ban sunsetted in 10 years so it wasn't a permanent ban. Of course, if you guys, it wasn't. Gun it wasn't even really a ban per se. It was a ban on cosmetic features, which was a load of crap and didn't do a damn thing to combat crime. Right. And that's been proven time and time again with various, um, with various research and statistics that are out there. I mean, anybody can go out there and find that that crime bill did a, did nothing to affect violent crime in this country. Absolutely. I mean, even today, like rifles. And just rifles in general, not semi-automatics, not AR specifically, rifles in general are used in less than like 2% of crimes that are committed with a firearm. I mean, what does that tell you? Well, you know, the, I mean, the thing that, that these people won't tell you is that they have a really kind of clever, if you want to call it clever, I'm probably giving them too much credit, but they have this seemingly clever way of manip manipulating statistics to fit their motives and their interests and their political gains and everything like that. So with the San Bernardino shooting, obviously more anti-gun legislation was introduced. And of course, the reason this ties into the whole midnight hour thing is because they always do it at the midnight hour. You know, it always comes on Christmas Eve or some legislati legislative session that's supposed to be, you know, this thing where people are on their way to vacation, they're going, oh, all right, I don't have time to read this crap, or, well, or they, I mean, they put something on their desk that's just completely crud that no one's going to want to have to digest and sign when they're about to take a you know week or two vacation or something. Well, you know? there's, there's a lot of things that have happened like this. I mean, the, the Hughes Amendment is kind of one of them. There's always these small little amendments or things like that that get rolled into larger bills. You know, the Hughes Amendment, which banned the, the sale of newly manufactured, fully automatic firearms to the citizenry, um, in order to basically register the items with the NFA and own a machine gun prior to 1986. That amendment got put into the Firearms Owners Protection Act, which really did a lot for like uh, FFL holders, not really for individuals, but mainly for FFL holders. And uh, yeah. it kind of got pushed through, and that was a Reagan thing. Everybody who, who, who pushes, oh, Reagan, oh, you know, when did he go back to Reagan? Take it? Well, Reagan was the one who, he was in office when that got through. He signed it. So, sure. I mean, it's just like... Um, yeah. The original Bush, you know, the Norinco ban. I mean, he was a big part of that too. 
I mean, yep. all that stuff gets kind of pushed through under the radar, you know, just kind of under the carpet. It's, it's kind of a sweeping under the rug, so to speak. And it's very, <laughs> it, it concerns me because, you know, you look at things like SOPA and, uh, and all of, and CISA. Okay, so CISA is this thing that, again, at the midnight hour and swept under the rug, uh, you know, now what they've done is they've made people's attention become focused on, oh, a new assault weapons ban and trying to, 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 to make people become fearful and fear by. I, I don't think that's their intent. It's just an unintended consequence of those actions. But by doing that, you know, they, they make everybody's uh, attention get focused on, oh, an assault weapons ban, blah, blah, blah. They throw around this assault weapon, which, of course, is a, a bogus term anyway. Mm -hmm. But then while that's going on, then they pass KISA. Which is CISA, which is basically CISA. It's an abbreviation. Of course, they use a lot of that. But uh, look in the description box for more information if you want to read articles about it. Um, but it's basically a repackaged Patriot Act. Actually, it's the worst Patriot Act. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's completely worse. Now, I, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the Patriot Act. Now, you have to look at things from a lot of different perspectives. And one perspective is, okay, so should law enforcement and all of these alphabet groups should they have the tools that are necessary to catch legitimate terrorists and criminals and all that stuff? I mean, the answer is yes. Those people should share resources, and they should be they should be worried about the people that you will never hear about in your everyday life. I mean, these people at these alphabet group, uh, you know, agencies that we we tend to to kind of despise so much. I mean, let's face it, there are things that these Americans do that you will never know about. Men you will never meet will go to places you will never visit, and they will kill people you will never know about. Yep. And the media is never going to cover and, those. And, and you'll never know about it. And they want it that way. But I'm not saying that those people don't deserve some some amount of respect for what they do to protect our country. They they do. So on on one end, how do you how do you make the decision of okay the need for surveillance and gathering intelligence against these unsavory types? And how do you balance that with the individual's right to privacy and having the government not snooping around their business? Well, so, it's not only that. I mean, you one, know. One, one big example would be like this no-fly list. Okay, so anybody can arbitrarily be put on the no-fly list. For any reason. For any reason. And there's no due process. Right. That, that is totally against the Constitution of the United States. Well, there's, there, some, there's some scary things involved I mean, in it, you know? Going kind of back to like the, uh, the new assault weapons ban and all that and the aftermath of San Bernardino and such, I mean... Let's face it, San Bernardino was a terrorist act. And initially on, it was workplace violence was what was said. I don't think that I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, I wouldn't have pipe bombs later in the house if I was going to commit an act of workplace violence. I'm sorry. These people were building illegal explosives, okay? And they had stockpiles of this... this uh, the, the components to make... Various types of explosives such as that. They had illegal weapons as far as California compliance goes. Uh, the weapons were purchased in a straw sale and provided to them. I mean, such as that. The pistols were legally purchased, though, but the rifles were not, is the story that I've heard. And yeah. uh, actually from a pretty good source that the rifles were illegally modified uh, per California compliance, which bullet button and all that kind of horse crap. But these people had these arms. They had the motive. They, they had the resources to commit this act. And... Who, who knows what, what exactly was going through their mind? I mean, were they planning something bigger and it just so happened that somebody pissed them off enough at this Christmas party to say, you know what, forget it. We're going back there and we're going to mow all these people down. Maybe that was the case, but guess what? It was a gun-free zone. Right. Okay, so that's another thing. But after that, okay, so so the, the liberals whatnot, are trying to roll 
all lawful gun owners into the terrorist uh, organization now. I mean, we're, we're, we're all terrorists now. We're not just right-wing extremists. Yep. We're legitimate terrorists. And I, if, I, if I remember right, I want to say it was Hillary Clinton who was telling basically the entire public to, to call 911 if you see anybody bringing firearms or ammunition into their home. I do that on a daily basis. I mean, you think these rifles just wind up here just with, I mean, magically? No, I move them from my home to my vehicle, so my neighbor's going to have to call 911 to yeah. report suspicious activity. Give yeah. me a freaking break. So what they want you to do is snitch on your neighbor for no reason. I mean, so, well, okay, there is no, there's no reasoning behind it's, that. It's just fear. They want, basically, they, what they're you know? trying to do is they're trying to encourage you to live in fear, and, and that's just completely bogus, and I tell you, Never have we had a more spineless government than we have right now. And oh, everything is about tolerance and political correctness and such as that. Yeah. I'm sorry, but... Have a spine. I mean, give me a freaking break. You mean to tell me that if I'm moving a gun from my home to my car to go to the range, then my neighbor is obligated because of public safety to call 911 and report suspicious activity? Well, hmm. Thank hmm. you. Yeah, well, I mean, really, give me a freaking you know, break. There, there's a lot of things that kind of travel within that vein that that can definitely relate to this video. Uh, you know, the the other day, I'm not going to give too many details, but let's just say I got a call from uh, the school. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I got a call from the school, and uh, they were mad that my stepson was wearing a shirt with a firearm, a, a picture of a firearm on it. And uh, long story short, they were trying to give him a hard time and all this and that and everything like that. So. You know, basically, I ended up going up there and checking him out of school. He refused to turn his shirt inside out. Okay, the the authorities at the school, or I should say authorities, but the people at the school told him, oh, we're going to make you go and sit in in-school suspension because you refused to turn your shirt inside out. And we've deemed that that shirt is a distraction to the learning environment. Well, the thing is, is that in the school's policies, it says that, that the 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 people at the school have a right to determine what is considered a distraction and what's not. Yeah, so or, the, yeah. the problem, and what I'm getting at is they want these children to think, oh, well, when you wear a, a, a shirt with a firearm depicted on it, that that's the same as wearing like a naked girl on your shirt or depicting drugs or other illegal activities. They always want to... To, well, that, to, they always want to pile in firearms along with like drugs and illegal activities and unsavory that, activities. That goes back to like Operation Choke Point, and we talked about yeah. that before, where where firearms were the firearms uh, distributors, manufacturers were getting rolled into the same group as like the the pornographic industry, illegal drugs, yeah, yeah. or paraphernalia, that sort yeah. of thing, tobacco, I mean, whatever, and all, liquor stores. So we're and all we're that. we're evil, you know. We're bad for society. Firearms owners are bad for, for society. Well, to, to finish the point, what I got so mad about, I mean, I you know, I told the officials, I'm like, look, you know, you you are setting a very bad example for our youth by by just. But basically, what made me so mad about it is it makes our young people, when things like that happen, when you get shoved into a corner in ISS, okay, or whatever, and, and suspended. <laughs> It, it teaches young minds that if you do something that society doesn't like, that you're going to be stuffed in some corner and that, and that you're not encouraged to think for yourself, be a, be a free thinker, and to own firearms. And that it, it, it's basically indoctrinating children to think that if you're a firearms owner or you support firearms, 
that in life, in society, you're going to be tucked away into a room alienated. and alienated. And that that is a very, very piss-poor way to treat people, in well, my at, opinion. At one point in this country, you know, every single man in this country was a rifleman. I mean, every man in this country would stand up and defend his neighbor, his community, his country overall. We've gotten to be a country of tolerance and political correctness so much to the point that guns are seen as some sort of evil instrument. Yeah, just evil instrument overall. They're not seen as a tool of good or evil. They're just seen as purely evil and only guns are, the guns like this that are on the table here, these black rifles, these are only used for crime. You know, they can only commit bad acts. Well, guess what? These are the same rifles that the military uses on a daily basis. And I've talked to a number of rangers and special forces and Eric has too, and they don't even run their guns automatic. They prefer to run them semi-automatic, just like what's available to civilians. Yeah. So what what does that tell you? And whose side do you think most of them are on? I mean, do you think that these people, these liberals and whatnot that are out there that are trying to just sweep gun control across the board and just take away all of the the tools that we use for life and liberty, everyday self-defense, recreation, hunting, you think for one minute that, that... they just, oh my god! You gosh. think for one minute that the Second Amendment's about hunting, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. It's about defending your life. Hunting or sportsmanship and, and or whatever. It's, it's about defending your life and protecting your country from a from a over overreaching government. Well, th- this this whole discussion has just got me flustered, and we've been talking about this mess <laughs> for the past few weeks, and it, it just, yeah. it gets me fired up every time I talk about it. But just like this, this shirt right here says, arms evolve, the right does not. You know, muskets were used back in the day. Militiamen, the the military, and civilians all had muskets. Well, guess what? That was the highest technology at the time. Guess what? This is the highest technology today. A free man or a free woman nowadays, there's so many women getting into the field of firearms and just gun ownership and, and gun rights and the idea of self-defense and being independent you know, yeah. that's the biggest thing is being independent, yeah. you know, yourself, not being dependent on some system, the police or the military or the government to take care of you. Where the hell is the police going to be if you call 911 and you've got somebody in your house wanting to do you or your family harm? Well, what the hell am I going to do? I'm going to grab my freaking rifle and I'm going to defend myself and my family. Right, right. You know, and if it's my neighbor, I'm going to defend him. Yep. And, I mean, and that, you know, more people need to have that mentality. And, you know, it, it kind of, you know, in, in reading things that our founding fathers said, you know, our, uh, you know, we have our man can that we, we sell every month. And January's theme is New Year's Revolution. I thought that that was a very fitting uh, theme because of the political stratum of the country. Not really even political so much, but just it's not. It doesn't even boil down to politics. It just comes down to it's the cool. way people feel, what's in their hearts, and yeah. what they're thinking, what they're what just they have basic, going on. Basic right now. ideals, you yeah, know, ideals. I but mean, you know, the thing is, is that the truth will set you free, and the truth hurts. You know, I know it's an overused kind of uh, you know adage, but uh, the truth hurts, and some people. You know, we we have this nation of tolerance, and and we have this government who's all about tolerance now, and they're a bunch of you know, spineless cowards, it seems, and they, you know, what happened to, to men like Ronald Reagan? You know, Ronald Reagan did some things I definitely am not happy about. However, he did have a spine, and he wasn't afraid to stand up and go on the TV and say what needed to be said. Mm-hmm. That's what a leader does. They mm-hmm. say what needs to be said, because guess what? 
the truth will set you free. Well, and there's, a, always there's a big difference between doing the right thing and just kind of sitting around and letting things slide by. You know, I mean, I'm not even going to get into it, but the whole situation with, with America's relation with Israel and such right now just pisses me off to no avail. I mean, you've got a country, you've got a, well, you've got an administration that supports a terrorist organization more than it supports one of our strongest allies. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that. I yeah. mean, you guys can pretty much read between the lines there. We know, but getting back to the, the overall, I guess, track of this video is that the midnight hour and, and things getting swept under the rug. I mean, it, it, it is rampant. It has happened. I mean, with, with Kisa, uh, it, it is law now. I mean, it's been signed in and, and that's it, you know. And the problem is, is what's actually been signed in is a much worse version than what the Senate originally, you know, agreed to. They're like, hey, you know, we, we came to this compromise, which, of course, politicians and the word compromise, those things don't go together. But there was some compromise when they were originally talking about what the body of this law would actually be and everything. And now what we have uh, is, is a much worsened version. And, of course, it, it has to do with privacy and with the, uh, the KISA thing. Well, electronic surveillance and such. It, I mean, you well, know. Right. It gives, it gives the government the right, basically, to, to spy on anyone for any reason with no warrant and no, no reasoning whatsoever other than the reason that they just want to. And, and any, it's, any sort of suspicion at all, I mean, you know, someone from the government, from the alphabet agency, can contact your cell phone carrier, for example, and request records. And they don't really have to have a whole lot of proof as far as... And they don't have to notify you. You, don't, you wouldn't know that you're under investigation. No. The, the problem, I mean, and I guess maybe I'm a little naive to some degree. That In my mind, I mean, I, I know that there's the potential for abuse of that, of that you know, use of that law and doing that. There, there is a potential for abuse and everything. But on one end of that vein, I, I can see where it would have... A useful useful thing but the way I look at it is if somebody is some dirt bag who is probably gonna wind up dead soon because he's gonna do something dumb and get shot by somebody well does that I mean does that person have rights at that point I mean is does a criminal have rights I mean you, you kind of have to be careful about that because Who's what they're criminal? doing is well, yeah, what I mean, I'm saying is what, what they're doing is they're trying to pro proactively and retroactively make you a criminal before you've become one. Well that's like the And no that is the problem. You know, it's not Joe Blow America that that they have to worry about, but this bill, this law can definitely allow them to make Joe Blow America become that bad person. Well, that's like this, this in their eyes. That's like this proposed assault weapons ban that was introduced I think last Wednesday. Okay, so it, it want, they want to ban the sale of all semi-automatic rifles. They want to make it more difficult for you as a gun owner yeah. who owns semi-automatic yeah, rifles. And to buy the number list of, yes. of the models there. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're adding, like, they're, they're basically putting the assault weapons ban 94 in place, the Brady Bill of 94, back in place, adding, like, 150 rifles or, or weapons to it, and basically saying that if you own an AR or any other semi-automatic rifle, it's going to be harder for you to sell that rifle on the private market. They're wanting to... Um, kind of clarify the definitions of who a gun uh, seller is, like like if you're a, a gun store or whatever. They're trying to clarify that definition for for like private collectors who sell firearms on the private market or a private collector who might go to a gun show instead of a booth just to try to liquidate some of his collection, which is completely legal. Sure. And this whole gun show loophole crap, it doesn't exist, people. Yeah. I mean, every single criminal who's ever been interviewed in the setting of, of a prison, in a prison setting where, where they're actually 
Uh, they're already incarcerated. They're already incarcerated, and they're doing time. They say, oh, I don't get my guns from a gun show. I don't go there. It's too risky. I buy it from, I, I get a friend to go get it for me. I steal it. I get a family member. My girlfriend bought it for A me. lot of it's straw purchases. It is. A lot of it's straw purchases, which are illegal. But they want to they wanna bring public attention to the gun show loophole, which well, doesn't even exist. But uh, I forgot what point I was getting at. But, <laughs> I mean, just, there's so much crap just to piss you off. It's not even funny. But the whole AR thing, I mean, they're wanting to, like I said before, I mean, with San Bernardino, okay, so they used two AR-15s, all right? They were... Illegally converted, anyways. You know, not fully automatic or anything like that, but sure. they were semi-automatic rifles converted legally uh, to California compliance, used in this heinous crime. Okay, against people who had no way of defending themselves because they were in a gun-free zone and they were at a Christmas party for God's sake. Yep. But you know, you have to be overly vigilant. I carry everywhere. If there's not a metal detector. I'm sorry, but my firearm is going to be on me, and you better be damn uh, assured that if I'm out with my family, I'm going to have a firearm on me. I don't That's care right. what a sign on the movie theater says, or on the door of the movie theater says, or what the hell ever. I mean, and places that, that like, like Georgia Aquarium, for example, I will not patronize the Georgia Aquarium anymore because they do not allow firearms on the premises. I can imagine why. If an errant gunshot goes off and busts a tank open and there's millions of dollars worth of wildlife that start flooding through the lobby, I mean, that's a bad thing. No, but, yeah. I mean, I, I completely lost my train of thought on this, but you guys get the idea. I mean, we're preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but well, it, uh, you know, I, I think you need to check the, it's flashing. It's okay. There's three minutes left. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right. I understand how you feel. Mm. I certainly do. Mm. We're going to end this video on the note that the, I think the, the, the big point that we're trying to, to kind of break through to you guys in, in this video, and I'm sure you definitely understand it, you cannot regulate morality. And, and the government's goal is to regulate morality. And you can't do that. You, you cannot associate morality with a, an inanimate object. Okay? What does, however, uh, what, what does determine you know, who's going to do the right thing and the wrong thing is someone that's good that's armed with a firearm. Okay, and that's just the bottom line. If if there's someone who's going to do the wrong thing and, and he's just make, he made that decision that day to be that guy, well, guess what? There needs to be somebody armed that's going to deal with it. Well, guess what? You and, know. And, and, and one more thing, if someone calls the cops, guess what? Someone with a firearm is coming. Yep. I mean, so that's the thing that gets me. All these pansies that worry about Joe Blow America with his gun. They don't realize. I mean, so so wait a minute. You need to uh, to fight a war. Who do you call? A guy with a gun. Yeah. You need to deal with a criminal. Who do you call? A guy with a gun. Guys, how hard is it to do? I mean, how hard is it for these anti-gun people to understand? There's a lot of guys with guns everywhere. Well, and, just, kill, and get what, over it. What kills me about these politicians is they have their armed security. They have their personal guards. They have their armed security at the Capitol. Yeah. They, they're not in a gun-free zone, okay? But we have to be. Why does the public have to deal with gun-free zones, which are just shooting galleries for these assholes? I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. These assholes out there. I'm going to say it again. These assholes out there who want to go and cause people harm. Why does it have to be the case that we, as, as citizens, have to be disarmed in the places that we frequent? 
just because of some arbitrary law. Well, Why you, is it the case? There you, is no common sense in that whatsoever. You, you know they're not going to be. Oh, I know they're you not going to be. You know they're going to have, gonna have, have their, their armed guns. security, and they're going right. to have their gated communities, and they're going to have their places of work that they go in every day with tons of armed guards, oh, yeah. metal detectors, and rules, and all this crap. Well, you know, the, the thing is, the thing <laughs> is, if... If someone without a firearm gets into some kind of situation that they, they need help, they need protection, well, guess what? If someone with a firearm who, who's a concealed weapons holder is carrying, well, guess what? They might just come to save the day. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly, unless they just say, you know what, I'm not messing with this crap. I'm just going to get myself you and know, my family out of here, and I'm going to leave your ass behind. I, I would certainly want that person to have a chance. I would certainly want that, to. That's too. just me. You know, you won't see me unarmed. However, if I were unarmed, I'd want to have somebody to have that well, chance. Well, if, if anyone who's unarmed is going to get behind somebody with a firearm, and that's the bottom line. That's right. You know, you know and a lot of this, this overreaching crap with the government, it, it really makes me think of mm. uh, it makes me think of Harry Potter and Umbridge. <laughs> and it makes me think of Filch. You know, and he's up on this ladder, and it's just, and it's, and he's just trying to tack up that one last rule up there. It's just rules, 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 rules. That is my least favorite Harry Potter movie because I can't stand that woman. Oh, I just want to go. She makes me think of oh, how God. our government is. Like she, she is a representation I of our go, nanny. I want to strangle that that woman every time I see that movie. I just want to reach through the screen. And I just want to choke her. Settle down. Sorry. Settle down. All right. Well, guys, we're gonna wrap this video up. I just want to end by saying that. You cannot regulate morality, and that is the goal of our illustrious government. They want to regulate morality by trying to ban an inanimate object, and that simply just cannot be the case. I mean, that, that's just so counterintuitive. I mean, what will, however, keep people in check is good people that are armed that can keep bad people at bay. Mm -hmm. And think about it. If a bad person is doing something horrible, okay, and someone calls the police, guess what? Someone's on the way with a gun. Okay, if you need to fight some war, guess who you call? Your military, and guess what? They have guns. When good people need stuff done, they call guys with guns. What's the difference? I mean, I mean, what's the difference in, in an armed citizen out in public somewhere? Something goes wrong. Well, guess what? People who are unarmed are going to get behind that fellow with a gun. Unless he just decides that... Or they're going to run in the opposite direction yeah. he is. Or, you know, they say, you know what, well... I'm not going to get involved with this. I'm just going to protect my family, okay? I mean, these other people, you know, I, I can't do anything for them. I'm going to just take care of mine and make sure that my own are safe, which is why I carry on a daily basis to protect my family. If, if protecting someone else or a group of people is a byproduct of me arming myself every day when I get up in the morning, then so be it. But my ultimate goal is to protect myself, my wife, and my kids. Correct. You know. And, you know, I, I would definitely encourage everyone to keep their ear to the ground on this kind of stuff. I, I know we kind of bounced around a lot uh, in this particular video because it's kind of easy to do. Mm. There's so much stuff that's kind of far-reaching and outreaching uh, that it can touch kind of a lot of different areas. I would encourage you to check out the description box below and check out some of the links that we put through. Mm. You guys can kind of research this Kisa thing a little bit so you can understand what it's all about and what it could mean for you. Of course, the mm. implications are extremely negative for the average person because it deals in our private privacy and you know I think that privacy is a very um, a very American thing. I believe that you know there, there is a there is a right there. I mean we have the right to privacy. We just want to be left alone. We want to we, be left alone. We want the know? government to take care of infrastructure and you know the local governments to provide fire uh, fire departments to combat any sort of thing like that going on paramedics, the police to just Deal take care wrecks. of what yeah, whatever the case is, but Jubilo America wants to be left the hell alone. 
and just to do their own thing. If we're not doing anything wrong, don't bother don't me. Don't even talk to us. Don't bother me about some regulatory crap or some thought police crap. I don't care about that mess. Just leave me the hell alone. Let me live my life. You know, I, I, th I think that most Americans, you know, and, and there is kind of a difficulty in that vein that we have to kind of watch out for. I mean, I don't think what Chad is implying is that, you know, that we want to be complacent and just not give a crap about anyone. But oh, no, I think that, that what it comes down to is, you know, people just want to take care of their families Enjoy their Second Amendment rights, and it is a right. Wanna, it's not a privilege. I, I want to right. enjoy my rights in general. I want to enjoy my right to freedom of speech. I want to enjoy my right to the Second Amendment, to the firearms that I own and that I want to use for whatever purpose I deem necessary. Right. I mean, I just want to be left alone. I, I think that most people just, you know, most gun owners that I've ran into, I've, I've never really met a gun person that wasn't a great, down-to-earth kind of person, Okay. But the bottom line, guys, we've got to keep our ear to the ground on this kind of stuff. We've got to make sure we're writing all of our representatives. Make sure that you're holding those people accountable. I mean, if you voted them in and they promised that they were pro-gun, you better hold them true to their word. Yeah. I mean, call them. Be like, look, buddy, you know, it's, it's okay. That's what they're there for. They, they are a public servant. Their job is to take care of your needs and to make sure that your voice is heard. Well, if they don't hear from their constituents, and they don't really know what their constituents are, are thinking or wanting. I right. mean, they know who voted them in, but, I mean, they don't know who's going to keep them in check. So you need yeah. to keep your representatives in check. And don't be complacent in thinking, oh, well, you know, conservatives have a majority in the House and Senate, so, you know, there's no new gun control or anything like that's going to get passed through. Yeah, well, you know, there's been a lot of changes in the control of the House and Senate and Congress overall and the presidency itself, the executive branch, over time. I mean, it flip-flops all the time. Yes. We'll have a full conservative, we'll have a full democratic, or we'll have a split and nothing gets done, really. I mean, it, it happens. So imagine if we have a fully democratic uh, Congress and executive branch. I mean, if, if an assault weapons ban comes up, who's going to stop them? Well, I'll end by saying one more thing before we, before we uh, let this video go here, is the fact that I don't want people to go out and fear by. Oh God! No. Okay, That's I, I don't think issues. you know we're we're definitely not in a situation now where you're going to have a hard time getting ARs or AKs or magazines or ammunition or things like that. I mean, I, I would not encourage anyone in this video to go out and fear by thinking the ARs are going to get banned or any of that kind of mess. That certainly, certainly was not the message. It's certainly in this video. not right now. I mean, that that crap isn't going anywhere. But it don't pays, assume it pays to be vigilant. Yes, you know, for the future because you got to think about things down the line, right. not just right now. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. I know it was kind of long and uh, drawn out as we've known to kind of <laughs> go off on re uh, various tangents, but oh, uh, we hope you enjoyed this video. We tried to just kind of put things out to you guys in an honest and straightforward way. This is just us talking here. Uh, we're average people just like you are. We're just really well-known average people. Okay, uh, we have many more five guns, gripes, facts, uh, you know, meltdowns, gun reviews, you name it, we do it. Uh, we're staying very busy all the time. Uh, definitely want to thank you guys. Uh, I mean, we've gotten a lot of support from Man Cans. Um, that helps, you know, support the channel. Any of you guys that purchase Man Cans, uh, you know, those funds help us continue as a channel and to take on bigger and better projects. And if you're one of those people and you're watching this video and you've made it this far, I definitely want to say thank you uh, for your support. It means a lot to us. And uh, you're one of the reasons that people get this information and get these videos uh, for free. Uh, we always want the YouTube videos to remain a free asset that people can access and, you know, and, and, and gravitate to. So thank you so much for the support. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time. Take care.